0: Welcome to another special episode of Business Wise. This is a podcast series for entrepreneurs interested in expanding through learning and applying the management system discovered and developed by humanitarian, philosopher, and administrator, Mr. L. Ron Hubbard. Business Wise is intended to be a weekly podcast coming out every Monday morning. However, with recent events, we have elected to add a special episode every Saturday for now until the economic disruption we are experiencing is under better control. But make no mistake, you, the listener, are a significant factor in getting things under control, so don't you think otherwise. We are looking forward to presenting to you a formula you'll be able to make good use of, the Affluence Attainment Formula. I'm certain there is no one listening who would not be interested in how to attain affluence. But as sometimes happens, one realizes there is a lesson or two that must be learned first before tackling that topic. And so today we're going to introduce you to a definition of power from Mr. Hubbard that will set you up to attain an affluence and ultimately a condition of total abundance. Mr. Hubbard provides a few definitions for the word power, and we're only going to cover a couple of these today, but here's one of them and of great relevance, and this from an article of the 3rd of April, 1972, quote, power is being able to do what one is doing when one is doing it, end quote. I want you to consider this for a minute. I want you to visualize in your mind's eye the people that you truly respect for their competence. And while you're watching them work, what do you observe about them? Chances are you notice something. They are utterly focused. They don't usually like to be distracted. They're often not that easy to distract, but they are focused. They have their attention on what they are doing, and they are able to do it far more quickly and more expertly than the average person can. So it takes them much less time to do things, and they get a lot more done in less time. They are doing what they are doing when they are doing it. They are in power. Now, that goes for a technician, an auto mechanic. It would go for stylist, what would you think of a hairstylist who is constantly chatting with other people around them not really focused on what they're doing with you what would you think of uh, a dentist who took a phone call in the middle of drilling your root canal you might get a little concerned instinctively, you want them to have all their attention on what they are doing. Now, it's been a good long while since I have had a job interview. But from what I understand, it's not an uncommon job interview question to be asked, how are you at multitasking? I can tell you how I would answer that question. I'm terrible at it. I focus. What I am doing is what I am doing and I am resolved to get a product on that cycle of action. Power is being able to do what one is doing when one is doing it. L. Ron Hubbard. He also defines power as this, the amount of work which can be accomplished in a unit of time, or the amount of force which can be applied in a unit of time. Power has a connotation of being potential power does not necessarily mean application of it. This is from a lecture from December of 1966. Now, in this definition of power, he is referring to an important word that bears clearing up for anyone who seeks affluence or total abundance, and that's the definition of the word work. Now, in the brilliant book, Problems of Work, by Mr. Hubbard, which I recommended and continue to recommend. To all listeners, whether you've studied it before or not, it's an extraordinary book and sets you on your way to higher levels of competence and abundance and survival. But in that book, work is defined as activity with purpose, L. Ron Hubbard. So you can take a look at activity that has no purpose, and you could call that play. It's actually defined that way in problems of work also. But work is activity with purpose. What is your purpose? What are you seeking to achieve? What are you seeking to produce? What are your goals there? And that activity is called work. He also defines it in a lecture from 21 December, 1953. He says, the application of attention and action to people or objects located in space In essence, work is simply the handling and use of effort. So here he uses two critical words that should be thoroughly understood in order to attain towards this definition of power. And the first of these words is the word attention. Mr. Hubbard defines attention as follows. From a book called Creation of Human Ability, this definition of attention. When interest becomes fixed, we have attention. So, you get interested in something. It has your attention. I would hope when you're working, you're interested in whatever you're working on. If you're not interested in it, you probably don't have a lot of attention on it. And your competency level will drop. Now, not to say that attention can't be overdone. He also provides this definition, definition two of attention, a motion which must remain at an optimum effort. Attention is aberrated by becoming unfixed and sweeping at random or becoming too fixed without sweeping. So what about the guy who can't get his attention off of something? Well, that's a little too much attention. What about the person who can't put their attention on anything? They're all over the place, what we would say dispersed. They're talking about this and they're talking about that. Well, that's clearly not power. And if it becomes too fixed, then it becomes aberrated thereby. So it must remain at an optimum effort, per Mr. Hubbard. This is from the book of basics, it's defined there. So revisiting the definition of work, the application of attention and action to people or objects located in space. So attention is a critical factor in work. Pay attention. Put your attention on what you are doing to the extent that it is not, you reduce your power. You are not doing what you're doing while you're doing it. Now, let's look at the next term to clearly understand, which is the term action. And Mr. Hubbard defines action as that motion which makes planning an actuality. Okay, you have plans. How many people do you know with beautiful plans and no action? Isn't that aggravating? So, there's planning, and then there's action. And the action is what makes planning an actuality. That's one definition of action. And then action can be broken down. Mr. Hubbard has broken it down very, very precisely. And the more you understand this, and you will get this more by the end of this podcast, but the more you understand how this is broken down, the more effective you will be in a number of different respects, not the least of which will be your mastery of time. And I'll come back to that. But this is a definition of the cycle of action from Mr. Hubbard and this from a definition derived from a number of mr hubbard's works including the problems of work and the fundamentals of thought here's the definition cycle of action the sequence that an action goes through wherein the action is started is continued for as long as is required and then is completed as planned a cycle of action is a completed change of position from one established point in space to another or of condition through a span of time. The formula of a cycle of action relating to a change of position is start, change, stop. L. Ron Hubbard. Boy, oh boy, is that ever an important definition. Cycle of action. Start, change, stop. Can you start a cycle of action? Can you put it through the changes required and then stop it? Complete that cycle of action as planned the sequence an action goes through where the action is started is continued for as long as is required and then is completed as planned you're about to paint your garage you get a uh, bunch of paint together then you realize maybe you don't have uh, something that you need so you go inside to make a phone call then you receive another phone call while you're doing that you're distracted. Okay, the cycle of action does not get completed as planned. It might take you months to paint that garage. Unless you master this how to start, change and stop a cycle of action. Now, look at I'm about to blow apart, I hope, some misconceptions on a few things right about now because I'm going to read you this next definition from the Phoenix lectures from Mr. Hubbard on the cycle of action. He describes it this way, the creation, growth, conservation, decay, and death or destruction of energy and matter in a space. Okay. The creation, growth, conservation, decay, and death or destruction of energy and matter in a space. So if you consider the physical universe is made up of matter, energy, space, and time. He is defining the cycle of action in relationship to energy and matter in a space. But we're missing a factor. What are we missing? We're missing time. So I'm going to read you the whole definition now. The creation, growth, conservation, decay, and death or destruction of energy and matter in a space. Cycles of action produce time. Alan Hubbard. How about that? Cycles of action produce time. What are you interested in? In terms of competence, in terms of production, in terms of work? Are you interested in time? You know, uh, I think we all know that there are employees who consider that if they put in their time, they should be exchanged for their time. Is that what you're exchanging for? Their time? No. What you're truly exchanging for are there completed cycles of action? Now, it goes the other way too. You know, I've asked my members, you know, how about you get involved with this activity or that activity? We're trying to get something going here, over here in a volunteer way, perhaps, or get something organized with the members in an area. The number one question I am asked first, before anyone will give me a commitment, pretty much not everyone, but most people, Okay, the number one question I am asked, and I'm sure you've already thought of the question, is how much time do you think this will take? Okay, it's not about time. Who cares about time? What is of interest is the number of completed cycles of action. Take five minutes, but complete lots of cycles of action. Because you could have somebody spend 20 hours on something and complete no cycles of action and nothing is done. Not only that, But time, quote-unquote, is squandered. That's not how you become cause over time. I want you to consider, have you ever had an appointment that you absolutely could not be late for? Just no way. You'd lose your job. You'd lose a contract. You'd lose face, uh, your honor in some respect, perhaps. I don't know. But there's something there that you will not jeopardize that is at stake. And you get up, and you're half an hour late, and that physically, there is no way that you could arrive at that appointment on time, okay? You get up, you throw your clothes on, you shave if you're a guy who shaves, or suddenly you're in the car, suddenly you're there. And he cut the margin in less than half. Hey, boys, watch this. Jimmy goes up how to block him. That may or may not be good. If he can get that run right here, if he can get it, keep that momentum. You're there, and you look at your watch. And you still got two minutes. I'm sure this has happened to everybody listening at one point or another or something similar. And you, how the devil did we do this? I'll tell you how you did this. You created time. And how did you create time? You were completing cycles of action. Start, change, stop. Start, change, stop. Start, change, stop. Start, change, stop. You were just banging them out. And the next thing you know, you're actually there with time to spare. Or how about, you know, you're coming to the end of the day. You've been goofing with People and chit chatting, and you had this deadline. Oh my God, you know, now I have no time. And you buckle down in the last hour and a half of the day, and the next thing you know, you you don't allow any distractions. You've just full attention, full interest in what you're doing, and you're completing cycles of action. Next thing you know, you're done. You can go home on time. It's extraordinary, but you're actually creating time. Mr. Hubbard says cycles of action produce time. I am going to give you a challenge. Okay. I'm going to give you a challenge. I want you at some point in the coming days to walk into your office or your home office or wherever you are, and just start this practice of grabbing a cycle of action and completing it without distraction and grabbing the next and completing it without distraction and grabbing the next and completing it without distraction. I would be willing to wager that you will get done too early. You're going to be going, Oh, what am I going to do with the rest of the day? Try it. Try it. Uh, There's a lot of tips to this. This isn't a whole podcast on time management, which I probably will do later, but this is a very vital component to time management. Obviously, the ability to complete cycles of action. If you can master the cycle of action, you can master time. That's the bottom line of it, because cycles of action produce time. So now we've cleared these words. Action and attention. So now let's revisit the definition of work. The application of attention and action to people or objects located in space. In essence, work is simply the handling and use of effort. Mr. Hubbard. So I want to present you one last definition before we go back to the word power and expand on that a little bit. And that's the word efficiency, again from problems of work. Efficiency, the ability to play the game to hand. Inefficiency could be defined as an inability to play the game to hand. What's at hand? Inefficiency could be defined as an inability to play the game to hand with a necessity to invent games with things which one should actually be able to control. Have you observed this? People are not playing the game to hand, they play some other game. Sweet some kind of created, usually weirdo game. And they end up at the date with nothing done. That can be you, could be an employee, but we've all had these days where what did we get done? I'll tell you what we didn't get done. We didn't complete our cycles of action. That's for sure. And that's very inefficient. We got onto other things and in actual fact started inventing games, You know, well, I don't really feel like working on this. Yeah, sure enough, Here's another game. Oh, wow, this is a great game. I can get onto this. Actually, it's an invented game. Your lack of confront or attention, you can see the relationship, I'm sure, between confront and attention. You can't confront it, you're not going to put attention on it. Confront, attention. Okay, now you can probably see the cycle of communication getting involved with all this, but we're not going to go there right now. But you are now dealing with something that you don't necessarily really want to deal with. So you start becoming very inefficient with it and you start inventing other games. And that just continues on in time, undone, incomplete, wasting time. Okay, so now let's revisit the definition of power. Power is being able to do what one is doing when one is doing it. You master this, man. You you, you got something. You, you have to be able to take your activity level up to power, up to the ability to do what you're doing while you're doing it. Now, there is an article. From Mr. Hubbard, and it's called appropriately "Doing Work," dated the third of April, nineteen seventy-two. And uh, this is perhaps the definitive article on the subject. And in here, he answers the basic question, which I quote here: "The basic question really is, why can't you do what you're supposed to be doing?" So that's a basic question from Mr. Hubbard. Then he he answers that. He says, "To understand this, you have to understand quote." Aberration, end quote. Get the idea of a being doing wholly what he is doing? You get this. Okay, so now you have to do a little sketch. Take a piece of paper, write the letter A, then do a little circle with a line through it, the symbol theta, which we use for being. And then somewhere below it, you're going to put some short little vertical uh, marks, scores four or five of them there, and label that task. So you've got being above task. Then you draw a straight arrow from the being to the task. That's diagram A, and he says it is a straight line of attention. So that is the idea of a being doing wholly what he is doing. You get this, being, task, straight line of attention. Then he goes on to say this, now get the idea of somebody, quote, doing a job that is not doing what he is doing, end quote. We get Diagram B. Same thing. You got your task at the at the bottom of the diagram. You got the being or the theta symbol, circle with a line through it, above it. And now you can draw one, two, three, four, five, six arrows going off in all different directions, curved, jagged, you name it, but not directed at the task. Now with this, Mr. Hubbard says, quote, this is aberration, which means, quote, not in a straight line. End quote. So in example A, the person does what he is doing. In example B, he is doing, but he is not doing what he is doing mentally. Mentally he is doing something else while he is doing what he seems to be doing. L Ron Hubbard. So now we are attained towards an ideal scene for you, for your employees, your your executives, your life, your family. Can individuals put a straight line of attention onto what they are doing and in effect do what they are doing while they are doing it there's a lot to this there are many many remedies to this. The first remedy would be understand what's happening. that by itself should improve your ability to put your attention on what you're doing and complete your cycles of action and do what you're doing while you're doing it but Uh, there are many other remedies. There's a lot of work Mr. Hubbard and a lot of research Mr. Hubbard did into this subject. Uh, You can explore those things by reading some of the books I told you about. Problems of Work is a great starting point. Uh, Also, Fundamentals of Thought, because some of those remedies involve drilling, but they also involve uh, other processes or procedures which you can experience and uh, avail yourself of and Get great benefit from so that you are more and more there and doing what you're doing while you're doing it. You can attain towards power. Uh, Also, from the same reference, doing work, he says, you could say, we're going to wrap up with this one. He says, you could say a competent person was, quote, more there, end quote. But this is really, quote, more able to put his attention on what he has his attention on, end quote. Boy, oh boy, where could you be? Where would you be if you were able to put your attention on what you have your attention on? Because I think you probably are aware of this, but trust me when I say this, most of us do not have all of our attention in our present current environment. There was a fight this morning with the spouse. There was an issue with the kids that I'm not sure about. There's something else I'm very intangible that's Got me upset, and I'm not even quite sure what it is. But I have a lot of attention on it. Something about what just happened has created a big upset for me, and I'm trying to work. But I have my attention on, and I'm not even sure what that is that right. I have my attention on. Okay, that is um, below your level of awareness. Those are the things that truly get to you, and those are the things you really need to address at some point. And if you have in, if you have interest in that, you want to find out. How to improve that well you're certainly welcome to talk to any wise member you can also contact me at info at wise East dot org, and we can have a little private conversation about it but trust me there are many causes of this and there are many remedies to this but the first remedy is be aware of it know the definition of power know the definition of work Know the definition of attention, know the definition of action and the cycle of action. Put that all together, and I promise you, you will be more there, and you'll be well on your way to affluence and total abundance. And that is probably what we're going to be talking about in our next podcast. But I really wanted to clear up these fundamentals with you first because they will be critical to affluence attainment. Okay, that's it for this week. I hope this has been helpful. Please send us your feedback. Uh, we, we love it. Send it to info at wiseeastus.org. Also your questions, any issues you might be having today that you might think uh, we can give you some advice on, we're here for you. Send us an email at info at wiseeastus.org. Dot .org and we will talk to you again on monday